These are the top five video content strategies on planet Earth right now. And I'll personally guarantee that if you implement these, it will help you grow your business. How do I know? Because every single one of these, I've either done myself, I've lived it, or I still do it today. And of course, I've implemented these with dozens and dozens and dozens of companies. And the best part is all of these are 100% actionable. You can literally do these today. And the only thing that you need to get started is a smartphone and a mic. Let's get into it. Number one, the first one, I call it the pro live strategy. And it's basically just using a live reoccurring event to get the bulk of your video production and content. It's one I have personally used and implemented with clients. And honestly, it helped me break into the higher volume of video content without losing quality. And it is impossible to run out of video content if you do this. First thing you're gonna do is set up a live recurring event. This could be once a week, it could be bi-weekly. And for most companies, it's gonna be virtual, although you could do in person too. But from a logistics standpoint, that might get kind of tricky. For me, I use Zoom. Now, even though this event may be off of social media, you definitely could live stream to a social media platform at the same time. And basically it goes like this. You talk for 15 to 20 minutes about one core topic, broader level topic that you break down into a few key points. And obviously these topics are gonna be relevant and interesting and worth showing up for to your target audience. And then you spend the last 10 or 15 minutes doing Q&A with the live audience. You simply set up your smartphone and mic, you record the whole thing. Once the event is complete, you've got one long form video, potentially for YouTube, for the website, potentially could be a podcast too. If you've outlined it right, you'll have four to five clips just from the 15 to 20 minutes that you talked about that one topic, because remember you broke it down into key micro points. And then you're going to have four to five clips or pieces of content from the Q&A section alone. Using AI or ChatGPT, for example, you can break down that one long form or the Q&A section into blogs, newsletters, text, picture posts. It's basically unlimited. And here's the cool part. You get an opportunity to interact with your audience and customer base and prospects every single week or bi-weekly. So you're getting direct feedback on what topics they want to hear about, what questions they have, what are their concerns, their fears, their desires, their dreams. And you're probably even going to win some customers in the process. But on the back end, you're getting unlimited video content for as long as you do this. But Alex, what if I make this event and no one shows up? Then you do it anyways. Strategy number two. I call this one the client multiplication video strategy because you're basically multiplying your clients when you do this. And I would say this is the easiest video content strategy that you can implement. And it's the fastest path to an ROI, yet hardly anyone's doing it. Now this only works if you have current customers and you've done a good job serving them. But assuming you're a well-established business, you got them. First thing you do is you book video meetings with five to 10 customers. Think of your best customers, potentially some newcomers, and maybe even customers that have been around for a while and you feel like are just stagnant. You're gonna record the video calls and I would say start off just getting some feedback. How are we doing? What can we improve? If they've had some wins, get some testimonials on video. You can turn that into video testimonials and text testimonials that you can add on LinkedIn, your website, all over. Figure out and ask for opportunities to better serve them. This is what we call saturation in business, but definitely have those video testimonials edited because what this does is this helps convert bottom of the funnel prospects, pipeline prospects that are maybe on the fence and them hearing from a customer that you got results for pushes them over on the other side. And hold on, I'm getting to the part where your clients multiply. I would also get insights on what content they're consuming, what content they want to consume to help you make better content. And then what you're gonna do from those video testimonials and those stories of how you've made an impact on them, you're gonna use those to create your own video content. So now it's not only you talking about how to do something or why to do something, but it's you sharing a story about a customer that you got results for, a transformation that you helped them achieve. And we all know stories sell. But here's the key. If you're gonna post customer success stories on social media, they're almost guaranteed to flop if you structure them like this. Well, we're excited to announce that we've uh, partnered with Sally and her company and we've done a good job. And look what Sally said about our work. Sally said that we've been really great to work with and it's been such a great experience and they can't wait to continue our partnership. 
Huh? I'm sorry, that put me to sleep. Look, that's not gonna work because there's no story there. At best, it's a weak customer review. You gotta embed the story. Where did they start? What did they have to go through? And then what was the outcome or the end result? Take us through the exciting stuff. And it could be a text post, a picture post, a video. There's a lot of different ways to do it. But same way you would do any other post. You've gotta have an engaging hook. Map out the story or the key points. Make sure you retain the audience all the way through. Make it exciting. Position your client as the hero in the story. Now, let me bring you back. You're still on that video call with the customer, right? While you're on that call, you are going to ask for two to three companies just like them. And it's not, do you know anybody that would be interested in working with us too? It's, hey, who do you know in your space that's similar to you that would really benefit from working with us? Could you make at least two introductions? A LinkedIn connection, an email, something simple. Not gonna take a lot of time. Imagine doing that with five to 10 customers. Now you've got a referral strategy, but it's also a video strategy embedded in it. I guarantee if you did that with five to 10 best customers, you would win at least one new customer from that alone. Plus, isn't it just good to talk to customers? Yeah. You rinse and repeat every few weeks or every couple of months, every quarter, whatever it might be, and you've got a legitimate video referral strategy. Number three, this one's called the edutainment video series strategy. And is one of my personal favorites. All you're gonna do here is gather the top three pain points or challenges or questions that your customers always ask as it relates to your expertise. And all you're gonna do is you're gonna point out these problems or challenges or maybe a unique point of view that eliminates those problems. And you're gonna teach them how to solve it and get the desired result that they want as you entertain them. I mean, it sounds fun, right? There's a ton of different ways to do this. I mean, I can make a whole video on just edutainment content and how to really create. Oh, that's right, I did. But here's a couple quick examples. You've got the real life scenario skit where you do a skit video back and forth. You know, if your target demographic is CEOs or founders, whatever it might be, you do a skit back and forth between them having a conversation about one of those core problems or challenges they're faced with, but you give advice and solutions throughout the skit. You can do personification videos. I've done those a ton. Take non-human things and bring them to life. You can look at movies or shows or things that are happening in pop culture and create creative videos based on that. One example that I'm working on right now is if Star Wars was about marketing and they're going to be like Darth Vader and he's like, they're going to be like, our brand is seen as kind of like, it's not a good look right now. And he's just going to be like, <laughs> look for that video. It'll be out sometime. And there's even simple ways to do it. Like behind the scenes, instead of telling somebody, show somebody, narrate over the top with your voice as you're showing them what you're doing or how you solve the problems. Now, here's the key with these video series. Every video should be a standalone video that even if they didn't see the first three, the fourth one should still make sense to them. They go together, but they're also standalone. And you can make them separate pieces of content too. The other thing is test and try a few out first. See which ones hit, see which themes resonate with your audience, and then pff, go in on them. A lot of companies make the mistake where they like record five or 10 episodes or they do a big long series and then they release it and they realize the audience didn't resonate with it. They didn't like it. And edutainment videos convert so well because what you're doing is you're tapping into the emotion of the person, but you're also shifting perspective or teaching them something too. So they see you as that trusted guide that can actually help solve their problems. Now a bonus tip here, and this is what most people miss about paid ads on social media now, is take your best organic content and promote that. You can add on a call to action or change what you say at the very end, but go test your organic content first. Figure out what performs and what hits with the audience, and then go pay to have it distributed to a larger, more specific audience. Instead of what a lot of companies do is they try to come up with the perfect ad or the perfect video. They have no clue if it's gonna work or not. And then they pay a ton of money to get it distributed to find out that it didn't work. Now the challenge or the opportunity with this is it's gonna force the marketing team to get good at organic content. 
Good, they should be. Number four, the video content library strategy. Very simple, and it just requires that you make one long form video every week or bi-weekly. First thing you do is you create a content library section on your website. You create that long form video once a week or bi-weekly. That becomes a YouTube video that you post to YouTube. You create a thumbnail based on that. Thumbnail goes with the YouTube video. That same video and thumbnail go in your content library now. You take that video, you plug it into something like Descript. It transcribes it within minutes. You give ChatGPT a nice little prompt to turn it into a blog in a newsletter. That blog goes with the video and the thumbnail in your content library. And then you've got a ton of micro content that you can break up every single week or every other week. Micro videos, the text posts, the picture post. You're basically creating your own video content machine. And finally, number five, the Q&A video strategy. Big fan of this one and we really saw this work super well on TikTok. So all you're going to do is take the questions that your target audience has and you're going to answer them. Now on TikTok, you can go in, you can actually answer a question with a video. So you got that little comment box where you can see someone's comment and then you're responding to it. That works extremely well and that's probably the simplest strategy for TikTok. But it works in so many other places, on your website, on LinkedIn, in YouTube, on MySpace. Just making sure you paid attention. So if you're putting out content and you're getting consistent engagement, you might be able to just reach right in the comment section and pull out good questions and then answer them on video. And I would recommend doing that off the app, creating the content off the app, answering the question. You could even add the comment box and editing if you wanted to, and then distributing for the different platforms. But if you're sitting there saying, well, I'm not getting engagement or comments now, where do I get the questions from? Well, one, you're talking to customers, right? You're talking to prospects, right? Jot down the questions and the concerns and the challenges and the desires that they have and address those. And the other hack to this is go steal ideas from other creators comment section. So if you're not getting a lot of comments on your own content and you want to answer those questions and you want to address those things, go to a larger creator that is somewhat in your niche that's talking about similar things. And chances are they're not getting to all their comments. They're not addressing every question that a person has in there. So go pluck the best ones and answer them. And the reason this works so well is it's coming straight from the source. You don't got to guess. People are asking the questions and all you're doing is turning around and answering them. And then what you do is you use that question as the hook for the video and then your answer becomes the substance of the message. So you got a pretty good video structure right there. And with all five of these, check this out. You could be doing all of them. You could be doing a few of them. So don't think you got to sit here and just pick one. I would mix and interject a lot of these into one overall strategy. But hey, you know what time it is now. It's time for Q&A. First question, how do you measure the success of a content strategy? First of all, I'm shocked by a lot of companies. They don't even have tracking or attribution. Meaning when someone books a call with them or schedules time with them, they don't make people fill out that question. Hey, where did you discover me? It's a simple question. It takes two seconds. People are happy to fill it out. You have to do it every time you book a call with me. Then on the actual discovery call, you dive in and get the real insights. So one, you got to be asking. But two, I evaluate content like this. In the first 30 to 60 days, I'm looking to get good qualitative feedback. I'm not expecting us to win million dollar deals or for everyone to know our company or what we do. But what I do want to see is that when people do comment or they do send us a message, that they're getting value from what we're posting. And I think about for me, when I started my podcast or I started my YouTube channel or even my LinkedIn profile or my TikTok, I knew I was on the right track because the first couple of months I was getting really good qualitative feedback. People were sending me DMs or dropping comments and they were saying things like, you bring so much value every single week. Thank you. This has helped us build out our content strategy. Or I'd get people saying, hey, great video. I'm going to share this with my group of entrepreneurs because they need to hear this. Or hey, I'm going to bring this up in our next leadership meeting. This is a great point. And if you're not getting much engagement in the beginning, you got to find ways to share your content. Share it with prospects that you're already talking to. Share it with customers and get their genuine feedback. 
So the first thing I'm looking for is just good qualitative data. Are we on the right track? Are we producing the right content? Is the message hitting? Is the delivery on point? And if so, I know the quantitative data is gonna come. So when I'm 120 days in or six months in, eight months in, yeah, I'm definitely gonna be expecting some inbound leads. The quantitative data is gonna come. You're gonna get more engagement if you stay consistent and you continue to get better and learn from that feedback and that data. Next question, does humor belong in your content? And if so, how can I ensure my humor aligns with my brand image in these videos? Of course it belongs in your content. The same way a good keynote speaker is gonna get you to smile or laugh from time to time. Now they're not a stand-up comedian, they're not up there just cracking jokes all day, but you gotta be able to engage with people from an emotional standpoint. That could be humor, that could be telling a compelling story that makes them feel something, that could be a creative way to deliver your message, but yeah, you gotta have emotion in your content. This is people we're talking about, we're not robots. Not yet, at least. <laughs> One of the greatest things I've ever heard about humor, and I believe it came from Albert Einstein, he said humor is just intelligence having fun. If me and you got the same message and we're with the same audience and I get them to laugh and smile a little bit or open up emotionally, let their guard down, and you just keep your wall up and you try to make it as professional as possible and they're not smiling, they're not laughing, they're not engaged, who do you think is going to win over that audience? Who do you think is going to convert? Last question, what tools do you recommend for creating engaging graphics and visuals in your videos? I get that question a lot. And I understand why, because our videos tend to be creative and they've got cool animations and graphics and that kind of stuff. But here's what I'll say. Unless you're a professional video editor, you really shouldn't be asking about that. You should be outsourcing your video editing, whether that's hiring somebody internally to your company or whether it's finding a company to work with or whether it's finding your own person that's offshore. Whatever your solution is, as a business owner, as a CEO, as an executive, as someone that has a full-time job doing certain things that are not video editing, you should not be wasting a single second on video editing. But what we use in our videos is Adobe Premiere Pro, After Effects, and other AI-based tools, and they are pros. They're elite at what they do. We've trained them. Some of them we've worked together for years. We've created a culture around creativity and telling better stories and unleashing our creativity. So if you've never done this before and you're asking like, how do I get my videos like that? You definitely could do it, but it's gonna take time, effort, and energy. So you gotta think about, should I have somebody else do this or should I be doing this myself? And take it from someone that was editing their own videos the first six months I made videos on social media, it started taking up all of my time. I couldn't grow my business. But as soon as I outsourced it, my videos got a lot better, they performed better, and I had a lot more time to spend grow in the business. But right now, I don't have a lot more time. I got to run, but thank you so much for being here. And if you're not already subscribed to the channel, make sure you do that now so you don't miss the next video just like this.